G'day Trendsetters, this is episode 650 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or send me through an email, tim, at trainsmooth.com. Now, i gotta got to admit, I've been walking or waltzing around, strutting, it'd have to be a strut, like I'm the uh, cat that got the cream at the moment, I've got this new bike position um, for my TT bike, and it's a lot more aggressive than what I've been um, used to, and it, I've been slowly getting into this um, position for 11 months now. Um, I finished the Ironman last July, June, and then I changed my position, got more aero, and then I hung in that for four or five months or whatever, and then I made it even more aggressive, and now I've made it even a hell of a lot more aggressive, because the body's just become used to it, I could I could never have gone from um, what I what it was 11 months ago, 12 months ago, to what it is now, I, I just, there'd be no way, um, so I've just been slowly getting it deeper and darker and nastier and it's more aggressive i'm super excited i can't hold the position very long at the moment the first ride it's like um, five minutes in the position and then i had to get out for a fi- get out for a minute and hop back in for five minutes and but uh, but it's it is stretching out uh, you know i knocked a spent um a few 10 15 minute efforts in in that position the other day so that was that's a sign and and the general rule, rule of thumb when it comes to bike positions is um, we, we've heard it a hundred times from the, this whole so-called experts where the, the position's not that, you know, you could have the fastest position in the world, but if you're not able to hold that for the X amount of time that you need it for, then it's useless. And you can have the fastest bike position in the world, but if you can't run off the bike, it's useless. And they're very, very valuable, valid points. And I would say that if an athlete was just trying to, you know, worrying about finishing a race, or they're just worrying about a PB or whatever like that, um, I I would not worry too much about how aggressive you can get that aero position. But for the athletes that are trying to filter themselves through the age group and get get as close to that pointy end of the age group as they can then you do need to become get into a quite an aggressive position Uh, but you do need to slowly get into that position and you do need to give yourselves plenty of time for your body to adapt to that position and you need to do tests along the way so i haven't yet done the cda test yet to make sure the this position that feels as arrow as hell um compared to what i have been um, i haven't tested to make sure it actually is faster um that i'll i'll do that soonish and i you know and then as i go i'm going to be doing tests to make sure i can hold it for long periods of time at race power or above race power i'm going to be also doing many tests of running off the bike at race power pace whatever um, so there'll be a lot of checks and balances along the way, but yeah, at the moment I'm super excited. I've got my, my elbows are almost touching now. Um, my um, back sunk gets sunken further into my shoulders, which is super cool, and um, my hands are now 15 degrees up, pointed upwards. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 it, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty chuffed about it. Pretty excited, and uh, yeah. 
that's a that's a yeah. You, you should have seen the smile on my face. It was dead set. I, I, especially when all I could hold was like five minutes at a time. I'm like, this is cool as hell. Because my next big race, I, um, I don't need to race for this year. For instance, um, I haven't got any race booked in. I'm just you know knocking around at the moment, and so I don't. I've got plenty of time to make sure my body gets fully used to this position, and the and the body's such an amazing thing. You you give it time, you give it the right um, training, it will adapt to whatever you're giving it to, and um, so I'm I'm sure it's just going to be bloody perfect, if not pretty close to. Anyway, today's question comes from Ryan. And you could be super cool like Ryan and send your questions through to Tim at Transmove.com. And Ryan writes, any advice on race-specific training? I'm training for my first 70.3 in Geelong next March, and I'm not sure how to match the training to the course. So, a good question. Time's completely on your side. So, um, I wouldn't be looking too far up the road at this stage. I'd be... Um, Purely focusing on um, technique, make sure your technique's right, and becoming as um, aerobically efficient as you possibly can. These are beautiful times. um, So going through winter, um, so the goal is to go through winter staying consistent, being as aerobically fit as possible and try not to get injured or sick. If you can get through those, you can tick those few things by the end of winter, um, you're a good step ahead um, than a lot of people because while I mentioned in a recent podcast, one of the biggest things I see every single week since I've started coaching is self-sabotage. And I'd made a, um, a couple of examples on self-sabotage during the lead-up to big races. Um, generally, that six, seven weeks out from a, a, a big race, I see a lot of self-sabotaging going on there. Uh, the a huge Phew, God's sake, it, it irritates me just thinking about it. The the biggest um the biggest form of self sabotage I see it generally comes in uh, the off season, in that whole um foundation building time where especially athletes who have got um what's the word I'm looking for? Got got some pretty lofty goals and all of a sudden they're not training or they're doing very little training and um and they all of a sudden they'll start picking up from 12 weeks out and it's to me if you've got scary goals and hopefully everyone's got scary goals out there because that's what gets you out of bed um well at least for a lot of us um if you've got scary goals planning from 12 weeks out um or to or you know 26 weeks out probably not the most ideal thing you can do um depending on the uh, the goal itself but it, let's say you, it, for for a cone, for a kind of qualifying athlete it's a year two years out you you need to be very very consistent um d- depending on your level of um fitness weakness strengths blah 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 but i see it all the time they'll be like nine months out six months out eight months out they just yeah it's scary but anyway um so trying to getting through winter making sure you're super consistent 
um, I would. Uh, I'm a big fan, especially um, the the more we learn about um, sports, uh, you know, sports endurance and stuff. I, the more I keep going back to thinking how good the math uh, approach is. The um, math um, maximum aerobic function it stands for. A lot of people think it stands for mathetone because Dr. Phil Mathetone came up with it, uh, but that's not the case. Um, it's and for the people that are not sure, Google it. It's really, really, really good. Um, it's just going to help you build. If you don't haven't got access to a lab um, to work out your fat max, um, th- this does. No, it's not exact, but it's pretty bloody close. Um, so it's basically in in um, broad brushes. It's um, 180 minus your age, give or take five beats there or that. For you know, have you been injured recently? Um, how you how many years you've been you know at it blah 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 so for for an example uh if a 40 year old um is doing math they're you know 180 minus your age that's going to be um 140 um so on the on the run it's probably going to max out to about 145 ish so you're going to try and keep your heart rate between 135 to 145 thereabouts with the goal to hang around right on that 140 ish give or take um for the bike you can take probably about five to ten beats off for the bike because you're generally using um, less muscle mass for instance so then now so we're now talking 125 to 135 beats a minute for that particular athlete so using those numbers um and 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 using power to um using your power meter to monitor how performances are tracking along the way you can lay down some really good foundation work throw in a a, um, short spurts of vo2 sessions every seven to ten days on the bike and some strides starting off with 10 seconds through um 10 seconds one minute easy through to 200s on 200s off on the run for um as you're building up through winter um that that's just going to put you in a really good spot so when you hit september and you start making more strides towards um your 70.3 you're just in a a really good place and the risks of injuries become far less we've we've doing this i'm just such a really am a big fan of that approach um so you come out of come out of um uh, you come out of winter and then you might want to really start hoeing in on some um, VO2 work in particular. Try and get some hard, fast intervals going, um, some strength work as well. Um, and, and as you slowly get closer to the race, the intensity is going to start dropping down, but those intervals are going to become longer. So for for an example, might be 12 weeks out from your 70.3 you might be doing um let's say you're doing a four-hour bike ride three-hour bike ride and in that you're going to have four times 20 minutes at your goal power for for race day and i'll backtrack this a bit so for instance so so you know when um i'm talking very generic numbers here um, so you're going to continue doing math training. You you want to hold for the bike roughly around that 70% of FTP at a minimum at your math rate. If you're not there yet, you've probably still got a little bit of work to do. For the run, you you really want 
um, anywhere between 20 and 30 seconds at a minimum um, slower at, at your math pace than, um, uh, than your race pace, for instance. So, for, for instance, uh, so for an example, if your goal pace for um, your 7.3 is 5 minute K pace, nice easy numbers, um, you, you want to get your math pace close to the you know that 520 ish 520 thereabouts at a minimum 530 at a minimum um that 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 would be really nice numbers to to be able to work with and you can work off that then but going back to race specific um you're going to be spending a lot of time in that aero position on a, a course like geelong um so making your aero position your default position and while I said there was like three or four times 20 minutes, 12 weeks out, not nine weeks out, you, that long ride might become um, uh, 30, 25, 20, 15 with five to 10 minutes easy in between each one of those. And that's all done at race power. And then, um, and then you might slowly progress it to three times 30 minutes at race power with five minutes easy. And then you might be going... Um, you know, three three weeks out, four weeks out, four times forty minutes at race power with five minutes easy. Through the week, you could be doing like one session might be three, four times five minutes, big gear low, like you know, hanging around that 95 percent of FTP um, with a cadence to 65, 70 RPM with one minute, two minutes easy in between, followed by anywhere between three and plus of nine minutes at race power one minute easy spin that would be a nice session where you can just slowly build to that and continue you know adding on to that as you go getting close to the race um your other bike ride through the week might be you know under overs so you let's say you do start off with 10 minutes eight minutes of under overs this could be like two minutes at 90 percent of ftp um two minutes at race power or just slightly under race power and then um and you spread that over eight minutes and then you can eventually get that to um to 20 minutes um so there's all, all sorts of stuff you can do but um it's just trying to teach your body to hold those um your predicted race power um and paces and efforts and or whatever you going off for long periods of time but um but ideally how good that race is going to be isn't going to be determined in the last 12 weeks of that race it's going to be determined over the next six months really um that that's that's what i'd be looking at is the, the um the work you do over the next six months will determine how how that race pans out but you know, as you get closer, mate, go get through winter, um, and then at the end of it, send me another message, email, question, and with um, what you've done, where you're currently at, and we can talk you through the next phase. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, transmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.